Do you suspect or even know if your teenager is using drugs? Do you struggle with figuring out what to do next? Do you feel overwhelmed, scared, or angry? Well, you are not alone. This is the Teen Drug Abuse Podcast, where we explore all the signs of teen drug abuse, reveal science-based impact, and share potential solutions that might just be the next thing you need to try. Here's your host, Ziv Raviv. Hello and welcome to the Teen Drug Abuse Podcast. Today I have the pleasure of talking with three young, fine gentlemen that are actually teens. We usually talk with people that are helping parents going through the family situation where a teen is using drugs. Today we are actually talking with teens and I have the pleasure of introducing you to the show Arnav, who is 15, Arjun is 16 and Aryan is 17, all of them from Innovation Academy from Fulton County in Georgia. Hello, young gentlemen. Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? I'm good, how are you? So good. thank you for taking the time from being here. And actually, you're not here by coincidence. You actually have, so you've been doing some work in the topic of misuse and drug addiction. Arnav, what would you be willing to tell us a little bit about the program that you are, all three of you are a part of. Yeah, sure. So we started an Instagram page and a website based off a certain organization that we made and we called it SAVE and it stands for Substance Abuse Value Empathy. So it's just like an acronym to understand what other people have been through and just to put yourself in their shoes. And uh, how often are uh, you meeting and are you working on this topic of, of this organization SAVE? Yeah. So a couple of days a week, we will either be on like an online call or if at school or just at a library, someplace we'll meet, we'll go ahead and look through this. We'll update our website, post on our Instagram. And yeah. Arjun, many other teenagers is in, in your ages, they, they choose to spend time doing other things and having other projects. And what turned you, Arjun, to, to join this specific program? So as you know, our website is promoting awareness and education about these drugs. And when other people are maybe working on different projects, we're like working towards promoting this and acknowledging the topic as a whole so we can spread it all across the world. And we try to support prevention treatment methods for this, which are supported actually by facts. And we believe that prevention is the key to addressing this problem and reducing the impact to society. And what's uh, the website uh, URL in case anyone wants to go there immediately? Because this is interesting. Yeah. We do have a link for it. Arnav, you want to go ahead? Yeah, it's drug-abuse-awareness.mailchimpsites.com. I can put it in the chat. Sweet. And we'll put a link to that also in the show notes. So if you're driving right now and you'll go to the drugabuse.co, you could find this. So did you have any backfire, any, any raised eyebrows from someone, from families or friends, Arden, when you decided to join this program and uh, help uh, raise the awareness and try to prevent kids and teens from abusing drugs? I'd say one problem we had is that since we're in high school, we're kind of surrounded by people that we know that might or might not use drugs. So as a factor of that, when we, at first, when we created this website, like for example, me, I have some friends that unfortunately do 
do drugs. So when other people heard that I was a part of this, they found it kind of like weird because I'm associating with people that also do that stuff. So they were kind of found it contradicting on how I'm working on something related to it. So that was one of the problems getting support from my community because of that factor. So that was kind of an issue. And Arjen, what happened? Like, how did you deal with that conflict? Obviously, because it's just what they believe and I can't really do anything to prove it wrong. I just kind of ignored it and just kept on working on it to just, because people just care about results these days. They just want to see the end goal. So once we reach our end goal, that's how we're um, hoping to like prove them wrong to show that we actually were taking this seriously and it's not meant to just be some type of joke. So uh, raising the awareness to prevent kids from using drugs, that's a very ambitious goal. What are some of the, or the things you, you hope that kids would know and teens would know that maybe will help them uh, make, it, make safer choices? So we just want them to like understand the background and what they're kind of getting into. So we're currently working on a book and it's on our website. It's under the title, our book, and it's called The Path to Sobriety, A Guide to Overcoming Addiction and Finding Joy in Recovery. And throughout that, we talk about why people start drugs, then what they'll go through. And when they're trying to like stop and when they're trying to become sober, it'll be extremely hard, but they just need to know that it will get better. And Arnav, is the book, is that something you're writing based on research that you're doing or, or are you getting yeah, some... On- some- Based on uh, research, personal surveys, and just overall, like in our community, what we see. So speaking of seeing things in the community, Arjun, did you have any personal experience that you saw this type of thing and that it pushed you to decide to join SAVE? Actually, I do. One of my late cousins did pass away due to this. And this actually kind of drove me towards helping towards the cause because I want to spread awareness throughout. And drug abuse doesn't really affect just the individual, but it can also affect people around you. It promotes doing this, it promotes strong and healthier communities by valuing valuing each person and understanding each other's perspective and experiences. And when we promote empathy in this way, we aim to support individuals and communities and create a safer and healthier environment for everyone. And sorry about your loss. It's, it's always heartbreaking to hear and so common as well. Aryan, these days, there's new drugs coming out with the fentanyl becoming very popular and becoming a source of many teens dying, actually. What would you say you see as like your goals when it comes to drugs that are being used even by kids? Well... I understand about the um, fentanyl part, but luckily in my community, it, it hasn't gotten like that bad. It's mainly just like marijuana use and stuff like that. So I just, obviously, I just want to show and like explain how when you do drugs, obviously it's not going to affect you like the first day you do or maybe like the first week or the first month. But I just want to emphasize how like long-term, it just um, your body, it like builds up, like, I don't know how to say it, like a system towards it where eventually after you do it for a good amount of time, it, you'll be dependent towards it. And I just want to help spread awareness to like, you need to get out of that before it gets too bad. Because having friends that have been in that position, just watching them struggling to quit and just seeing how their mental health has gotten worse and worse. I just want to spread awareness about how, even though you may think it's not going to affect you now, and it probably won't, 
long term, it can it would really mess up your future and any endeavors or goals that you have. Arnav, what's your opinion about drug legalization? Yeah, so honestly, I feel like for recreational use, I don't think it's the best, especially not for those under 18, which I know that they're not making it legal for that, but I'm just emphasizing on that. And over 18, you're an adult and it's your choice, but I still feel like drug legalization, as long as it's like dumbed down towards like small amounts of marijuana use, it's not the best and it's not the worst. And it's honestly balancing like current society because there are people who are, it's better to get the drugs legally than illegally, especially when they recreationalize it. And there are people who can get it legally as compared to legally. It'll just kind of balance society. So I think it's not the best, not the worst, but I'd prefer for it to not be legalized because people do grow dependent on them and it does affect you long-term. Adam, did you see teens that are using weed that you've seen how it affects them? What's your point of view on on how it might uh, affect a teen? I mean, I haven't been that like close, close to anyone that has, but I have seen the effects on people that I am friends with that they know another person that's done it. And usually they, they do it like maybe weekly, monthly, and it actually does have a heavy toll because they're more dependent on it. And that causes them to have more of an addiction and that could lead to the long term. Maybe not now, but in the long term, if they decide to do something else, it may affect them. Ian, did you find any connection between like the genetics of a kid or a teen and their tendency to be addicted to weed in your um, research? I didn't find anything related to like genetics. It's just the main factors I saw was mainly peer pressure or just like getting the influence of someone else. Like if a kid has parents that may like smoke or drink, then that'll tempt them to do it as well. Or just like a bunch of friends doing it and them being the only ones not doing it. And then their friends offer it to them and be like, just do it with us. Just like peer pressure. Those were the main two factors that I saw personally and research. Yeah. Building onto Arjun's point. So I feel like when you grow up in a household with people doing those things, you're like aware of it. And you may think that it's okay because you grew up around that. And through talking about like through genetics, it is possible like being an alcoholic, for example, is genetic. And same thing with drugs. It may not be as apparent, but it definitely is there. So what I see in research recently and from conducting interviews for the show is that the tendency to become an addict, that has a component that is genetic. So you might fall faster into addiction due to genetic reasons. And either way, I, I totally agree that peer pressure is one of the biggest and fastest like uh, forces in getting people to misuse and abuse drugs. And let's talk a little bit about peer pressure. What would you recommend, Arnav, to a fellow teen that is being, you know, they, they know that they're going to maybe attend a party where there will be kids using drugs and they might offer it to them, or maybe they, they just already were offered drugs. How would you, what would you tell them they can to, to do? in order to resist peer pressure? Yeah, so I mean, I feel like everyone knows that the most simple answer is don't go, don't hang out with them. But obviously they are your friends. They are people you want to hang out with. And if you want to continue to hang out with them, you just need to realize your own self-worth and that you don't need to do things that other people are doing for their value or their like how you look in their eyes. As it should be like, what you think of yourself should be greater than what others think of you. As long as it doesn't like impact negatively. And if you do have friends that are like, 
peer pressuring you that much, then that's just a sign that you have to get new friends. And like for the party part, there's always, if we're being like for real, like at, at most parties, there's always going to be drugs and alcohol. So if you are going to go with a group, you should go with a group of friends that you know are not going to force you to do that. Because if your friends are literally forcing you and like making fun of you for not doing it, then that's just a sign that you need new friends. Arjun, what do you think? I mean, as I see it, it can be peer pressure and also not at the same time, like pretend you go to a party, right? It's like a real life example. And your friends are all doing it. They're not forcing you, but like you feel like a sense of loss. Like you feel like you're not doing something that they're doing and you want to be like cool or like try to fit in so that you do it. But I think that what, going back to what Arnav and Ari are saying, back to self-control and knowing your worth and what path do you want to go down, especially is really important then. So what's your, your plan for the future of SAVE? Like what's your actual next steps, next few steps? Yeah, so currently we're working on a little coding project with just rehabilitation, just giving them options on who to reach out to, how to reach out and how to get better from well their drug use and how to reach sobriety. And we're also working on our book, as I said. So that's one of our main like summer plans that we're going to do. And apart from that, just we went to state to adver or not advertise, but run this campaign to some judges and to some other people who saw it. And we're just planning on making more people aware through our socials and website. Arjun, what are you hoping to achieve from, from this project? In general, we're hoping to like spread this throughout the world. Maybe like we're trying to spread awareness in general, as I said, and maybe get like some leaders or people with powerful voices to help talk about this project in general, because the more like power or like powerful the person's voices with is more famous, they can talk more about our website and promote that in general. Because obviously now we're just start we're just at the starting steps. But if we could get more people to come in and join what we're doing to help promote this, then we could definitely spread it across the world and try producing in general. Arian, how about you? What's your plan? My plan, more than to like help, I guess, is to inform as many people as possible because we can't force anyone to like get the help they need. But as long as each person that we're trying to help at least is informed with the facts and they know what's going to happen if they continue to do this, then I'll feel like we did everything in our power to help them because no one can force someone to do something. So at least if we're giving all the information and they know the consequences and the repercussions of what's going to happen. Either they can choose to get help or they can choose to just be aware about it and continue to do what they want. So my main goal is to inform as many people as possible by spreading awareness. We try to help parents specifically because we believe in, in how important it is to empower them with the ability to communicate with their teens about the, the dangers of drugs. And, and because a lot of time, the solution requires like it it has a, a huge toll on the parents both emotionally and and in in any other way what would you say to a parent listening right now where when their kid is already using drugs what would you recommend to them in order to try and improve the communication with their kids arnav yeah so i'd say try and understand where they're coming from understand what they've been through, put yourself in their shoes, empathy, value it. And you just need to, 
think about like when you were a kid or when you were a teen, if you were in this situation, how would you reach out to get help? And maybe that teenager feels like they needed to do it by themselves. They're alone. They don't feel like they have other people there. You need to be there in their times of need to comfort them and just help them get through it. So honestly, I'd say get closer with your child. Make sure that they understand that you're an ally, not an enemy, and just make sure that they understand all that. Arjun, you have any other advices for parents? Maybe just to build off of Arnav, there are also, as we said before, there are also many factors. So I guess if a parent looks like steps into their child's shoes for a moment and understands where they're coming from, like maybe have an open conversation with them because if you listen to your child, maybe they'll open up more to you because it's important to create a safe space and non-judgmental environment for your child so they feel comfortable with you and they can talk about their struggles. Arian, how about you? I completely agree with both the, with what both of them are saying. But one thing, this is like, hopefully it won't happen to many parents. But if you're a parent with a kid that is very inclined on doing drugs, especially if you feel like they're with a bad group of friends and you can't trust them and you really feel like they can't go out and you know that if they go out, they might do a drug. If I was a parent, I feel like if I was in that position, I would feel more comfortable with my kid trying whatever they want to at home where they're supervised by their parents than going out with random strangers or people that they don't know and having the risk of permanently losing them forever. So to the parents that have kids that really are, that want to keep doing drugs, maybe let them feel safer by doing it in their home where they're supervised and going out. But obviously, I don't condone drugs. And I really wouldn't want them to do it at all. But if they're in that position, then that's what I would do as a parent. What's your opinion about drug testing promoted by, by parents to teens, Arnav? So I think that just kind of creates trust issues because if, let's say, for example, they're drug testing, right? But they're doing like occasional or surprise drug tests. Your kid feels like they're always being tested by their parents, which should not be the relationship. And I feel like they need like a trusting relationship. So maybe schedule drug tests. But then again, the kid could plan that out. But honestly, I would say just try and get closer with the kid, understand them. And then if you feel like they've been clean, but there's like a little part of you that doesn't believe it, then you do the drug test. And then if they were clean, then I feel like you owe them like an apology and you should trust them. Arjun, what do you think? I mean, it could really go either way. If your parent doesn't really tell you that they're doing drug tests, that kind of breaks the bond between the child and parent. But if the parent does schedule a drug test, then like the child can easily, like if they are doing it, they could easily avoid that. And like usually when people schedule drug tests ahead of time, their child will probably stop using it for that specific amount of time and then start using it again. So it can go either way. But in general, I think drug tests are good because it tells the child, like, as you do more drug tests, if the, if the parent suspects that the child is using this, then they can try preventing drugs in their children, especially if a parent knows or like, knows for a fact that their child has gotten it in general. Arian, how about you? What's your um, opinion on drug testing? I don't really find drug tests to be very effective because they're really easy to cheat. And it isn't really reliable, but I feel like if at first, if you follow the steps, like just talking to them and doing like how, how what Arnav was talking about, just like sitting down with them and talking to them and trying to build like this trust with them, I feel like they would listen better. And 
definitely this could create a very big like breach of trust because then you become less like a someone your kid can talk to and more of just a strict parent. So I don't really like drug tests that much because they're not they're not really reliable because it's easy to cheat anyway. So then you wouldn't even know if your kid's actually doing it or not. It's always a hard dilemma when it comes to drug testing and when it comes to communicating between parents and teens about these type of topics. It's it's it shows the the, the, the complexity and the and how delicate it is as a topic. But eventually it's all about like it's better to try and to communicate than to ignore the problem. And I think that's what you three young gentlemen are doing in Innovation Academy with the, the SAVE program and on your site and with writing the book. You're trying to help empower teens, letting them know that they can actually say no. And I think that any attempt to raise the awareness to the risks of drugs is an attempt that is worthy of attention. So how can people support your cause and, and join forces with what you do, Arnav? Yeah, so we have a contact, which is in our uh, site. So you just contact us, reach out to us. We'll talk to you. We'll start working with you, see what we can do. Or you can Instagram DM us and just reach out to us and we'll get back. And we're going to put in the show notes the website link to the site as well as the Instagram account, which is uh, how we actually found you. And I think it's important to encourage the type of projects that you're involved in that is done by teen. You understand how it feels to be a teen. You, you remember it because you are a teen. And I think that it's really wonderful to see people stand out stand up and say that this is dangerous and this is not another way to go. Uh, so I want to thank you all three for joining us in our program. Thank you so much. And I hope that you will succeed with all that you do. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much for having us. Thank you for listening to the Teen Drug Abuse Podcast. To get additional resources and support, go to teendrugabuse.co. 